$8,900 was a lot of money for somebody that was essentially basically working paycheck to paycheck. I mean, this was savings that I had probably been saving up, honestly, probably over the last two or three years. So was I nervous? Definitely. This is the naked truth about real estate investing. Your host, Javier, has already been through all the brain damage of this business, so you don't have to go through it. That way, you're not exposed to all of the risk of losing your shirt or getting caught with your pants down. So let's dive into another no BS episode right now. Hello, everybody. This is Javier Hinojo, your host of the Naked Truth about real estate investing. And today, I got Marcus Merritt out of Decatur, Georgia. Did I pronounce that correctly? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's right outside right of Atlanta. Right 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 yeah, where it takes you an hour and a half to go from Atlanta to Atlanta. Geez, I was just there and on a Sunday. It was packed. Like I couldn't move downtown. Like 20, 20 lane highway and I was stuck in traffic at yeah. like one o'clock in the afternoon. It was, it was crazy. Uh, but anyways, uh, so Marcus, uh, he's uh, done about 25 flips, new construction um, in the Atlanta market. And he also has a uh, digital marketing company. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. And uh, so we'll just let him... Uh, kind of share his background with you all and uh, go ahead marcus thank you for being on the show all right cool and thank you for uh thank you for having me out here so as you said um i actually started out real estate investing about four a little over four years ago and started it kind of on the whim with a friend that was already investing and he needed some money to finish up a flip and basically convinced me to give him my last like eighty nine hundred dollars i had in savings that was literally all the money i had to finish up this flip that he had. He, he said, when I finish it, and if we sell it higher than price, I promise you, you will make a awesome return on your money, you know? And I mean, me not knowing anything about it, I didn't know what he meant, you know? So I was like, if I just at least make my money back, maybe plus a thousand dollars, I would be happy. Yeah. So when he wrote me a check for 27,000 on that first flip, I was a little, a little more than excited. Can you give your friend my number? I'll give him ten grand. And he can give yeah, me back right. uh, seven thousand. <laughs> you know, you know. Hopefully, ninety days. Uh, I'll give him a few checks like that. excited because you know the house. They end up selling it over asking, a lot over asking. So I guess basically, like you know, if I had not given them that money, you know, they probably wouldn't be able to finish it up in time. And so you know, just paying it forward. So That's super cool. When he asked me to then invest in another project, I was like, yeah, definitely, I'm on. So I jumped onto that with him and reinvested the whole 27000 again, made more money on that and just kind of kept that momentum going from there. So, uh, super cool. So how did you go from there to maybe just, are you just investing on his projects or are you doing some active flips or tell me, tell me what was the transition from there? Well, yeah. So essentially I really grew to have a passion for real estate. You know, um, it was never something I've been interested in before. But not only just investing, then made me interested to learn more about the business. So being on the job sites more, kind of learning everything about the construction side of it and the business side of it made me really excited. And essentially, I just started my own company and then started doing more investing in flips all around, like you said, kind of metro Atlanta areas. So Cater, Tucker, Smyrna, downtown Atlanta, the West End over the last probably two and a half years and then now i've uh i've uh linked up uh with my business partner nicole and we're doing a lot of stuff over in east point georgia which is pretty close to the airport so kind of branched out from just doing typical rehabs the morning so let me ask you a question i'm gonna go back to what you said you gave your friend like your last 8900 bucks or 8900 and so was this a really good friend it was it must have been a good friend 
Yeah, it's very different. <laughs> so how did you feel when you gave your last eighty nine hundred? Like realistically, like I might have given away my last eighty nine hundred bucks. I'm not gonna get any money back. Like, yeah. did that crush your mind? It was literally my savings. You know, I mean, I I was before I got into real estate, I was a bar manager at a very large franchise restaurant chain. So to me, eighty nine hundred dollars was a lot of money for somebody that was essentially basically working paycheck a paycheck. I mean, this was savings that I probably been saving up honestly probably over the last two or three years. So was I nervous? Definitely. And it was one of those questions where like either I make the money back or I'm excited or I'm gonna be eating uh ramen noodles and peanut butter sandwiches for the rest of my life. Oh man. <laughs> hey that that took you know that took a leap of a leap of faith, you know? You jumped in there and I'm glad I'm you don't know how heavy I am that it actually worked out, you know? Yeah. And it gave, and it you, it gave you the kind of the, the bug, right? Like I'm I'm gonna do some real estate. Yeah. So all right, so tell me a little bit about when you you know going from flipping houses to going new construction. So why why the switch? Um, I think it was like more of a gradual progression. Um, because I mean essentially I started out just doing small cosmetic rehab, you know, maybe change some carpet, new cabinets, maybe taking a um I was doing a lot of like where you buy three ones, maybe so three bedrooms, one bathroom, and converting it to a three bedroom, two bath, which as you know sells you know, uh, a lot easier than three ones. So it was a lot more cosmetic and smaller stuff. And I think essentially as I started to grow and learn more and start doing larger scale renovations, you just learn how expensive they are and how unpredictable they can be. I can't tell you the amount of times we looked at a house and we're like, this looks awesome. You buy it and then you tear the walls down and you're just like, I probably, you know, knock down 70% of the house and then I could have really just built it from the ground up and it'd been the same amount of money. Oh, yeah. um, I think that was just the realistic progression into really just starting to build from the ground up is just being able to somewhat control the cost more and just kind of knowing your product more. So when you're, you know, trying to sell this house, you can really tell them, look, everything is brand freaking new because I literally built it up. So. Yeah. So talking about those tough rehabs. Yeah. I, I did some of those, I call them those brain damage de- uh, rehabs, you know, where, you can't sleep at night. You're like, oh. <laughs> well, I mean, and, and I don't know how familiar you are with the Atlanta market, you know, but a lot of the houses here that are being renovated were built in the 40s, 50s, and 60s, you know? And so a lot of these houses have asbestos. Uh, a lot of these houses have been baking for a long time, so they have mold. I've seen multiple with, you know, the roof are collapsing in, lots of floor damage. So just stuff that sometimes, even at the naked eye, um, and walking a property, you don't immediately see that. And yeah. uh, I'll never forget, we bought one house. And it was going to be a simple flip, right? About $35,000 to go in. Uh, and we noticed a few subfloor issues. And so we got an engineer to come out and check it out for us. And we literally had to rip the entire <laughs> the entire floor out. We were about 28000 over budget. I think I maybe made $500 on this house after everything was said and done. So I was... Not too happy about that. And that definitely makes you uh, think, I mean, who wants to spend six months and make $500? Nobody. <laughs> the lessons that you learned was, were, I'm sure they were pretty valuable. No, right. Yeah. So, you know, so, you know, you had, you had a projected profit, but the good thing is that you had a, you know, you had a projected profit, even if you lost five, five or 10 grand. Right. But if you say, Hey, look, I'm going to make 20, 30, $40,000 in this flip. It's great. You know, because at least you had a, 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 at least somewhat of a cushion, right? You didn't lose 50 K. Look, I've done, some, I've done some bad flips where I lost like 70, 80K back to back. It was not good. It was definitely not those, good. Those I, I definitely hurt, hurt the pocket. <laughs> yep, hurt the pocket. 
Cool. So then tell me a little bit about the new construction. Like you enjoying that a little better than the uh, flipping? I am. Yeah. Um, like I said, you're just, you're able to control the costs more. I think, um, you know, that essentially you can go in with a budget in mind for sure, because you know, Hey, the last two I've done are going to be this or the last three I've done are going to be this. And I think people as well, a lot more excited about new construction because they feel like they're getting a superior product. So then how did you go from finding your flips and then going from finding the, the lots to build your houses on? Yeah. So, I mean, I think you just, um, you look for opportunities. So I think with flips, you know, I mean, there's plenty of realtors and wholesalers, uh, even other investors that, you know, find houses or see them all the time. You can drive down a street and see a house with some overgrown grass and mail falling out the mailbox. And you're like, okay, that's probably a house that I could flip or find the investor on because nothing's going on there. So I think you just use that kind of same mindset when you find lots or even teardowns, which I like too, you know, essentially houses that can just, you know, bulldoze and keep it moving because it's probably going to be way too much work to try to renovate it and just tear it down and, um, and rebuild it. So. All right. So what would you say the, the biggest challenge is on the new construction? What would you say would be the biggest challenge? I think in this last year, definitely material costs has hit everybody. Yeah. Um, I think that the cost of lumber has gone up, but just the cost of materials um, and labor in general has just been a lot. So I think yeah, uh, post social media said, "Hey, I'm trading. I'm trading my, I don't know, my four by six piece of plywood or something like that for a 2019 Escalade. You know, no yeah. haggling. <laughs> don't haggle me. I'm firm. My piece of plywood for I want to put a white." I'm like, I was funny. I thought it was hilarious. But uh, the material causes definitely hit us hard. Uh, I think obviously as well, anytime you're working in any kind of urban area, I think uh, that can be a big thing. So yeah. unfortunately, we dealt with a couple of those issues. So, you know, we've kind of tried to get ahead of that as far as putting security cameras and stuff on the properties now to try to um, yeah, for sure. Things. Yeah, you want to get your material stolen. So let's talk a little bit about your um, your marketing company. So go ahead and tell us us uh, 3M marketing. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, tell me a little bit about that. It's funny. I I started the marketing company kind of as an offshoot of the real estate. I was looking for a way to make some more supplemental income in between doing you know flips. And I have a marketing background. Uh, I went to school. I've worked for uh, a few companies uh, interning, like Coca-Cola and Sony. You know, I have experience with that. And I think initially, when I did start my own business in real estate, that definitely helped the fact that I was familiar with marketing and branding and that stuff. So I thought if I could at least just help a few friends of mine in real estate with that, that it would definitely help. And that's essentially how it started. You know, I was literally the first two or three clients. I think I charged them like $99 <laughs> just to help them, you know, figure out their marketing and branding. And, uh, you know, here we are three years later and 80 clients later. And now I have like five employees and the business has really grown into its own thing now. Sure. Um, so so really, what does that you do for investors with your marketing company? So, I, I mean, I really tell people I like to work smarter, not harder. Right. So I tell them, you know, for me, social media is easier than trying to do all these other forms of marketing that I feel like doesn't produce the same result. I spent money on every other form of marketing you can think, which is like, you know, direct mail. I've done driving for dollars, door knocking. I've done cold calling. I've bought lead lists. I've uh, 
to have hung door hangers, like banded signs. I've done everything, you know. And um, for me, those results are intermittent, right? Sometimes you get great results and sometimes you spend $5,000 and you're upset because you get nothing. So I feel like with social media, it's always working in the background, right? You and I could be having this conversation right now and somebody could see something you posted on social media two weeks ago and that could be a potential lead that comes to you right now and you don't even know it because it's always kind of working in the background. So I tell people all the time, in today's day and age, it's important to have an online presence. And so if you don't, then, you know, I'm like, how can I help you kind of figure that out? Super so. cool, man. I kind of like the way you took your real estate and your marketing background with, uh, you graduated from which, which uh, university? University of Georgia. Georgia, yep. yep. And you just kind of take that together and say, hey, look, I need to make some, some extra income you know, while I'm flipping because you know, sometimes flipping, it takes a little while. Yeah. You have a couple of bad flips, don't make what you want. Like, man, that sucks. <laughs> Trust me, I've been there. And how that just turned into another another business, right? Which is which is exactly. really cool. Um, yeah. What would you say would be the biggest mistake you've made as far as uh, real estate goes? Um, I think biggest mistake I've made is being too trusting. So uh, trusting with contractors, trusting with other investors, maybe that joint ventured with, and just not uh, managing my money smartly in the beginning. I quickly learned that not everybody has the same mindset and goals. So I think that was a big thing for me is I have to know this is what I want. And if you're aligned with that, then that's cool. But I can't make you fit with what I want and vice versa. And then I just really had to put systems in place just to make sure that everything is flowing and making sense. So essentially, you know, contractors, you get paid on a draw schedule just like you would from any bank or anybody else. So I had to put those kind of systems in place to make sure that, you know, I'm not giving money away and you know sometimes you pay contractors and then you don't see them again ever <laughs> yeah yeah for sure yeah definitely uh getting some systems and making sure that everybody everything's aligned right everybody knows we, kind of what the role is right so as long as they're, they're aligned to what you got in mind then you're you should be you know you should be good so that's awesome so today we talked to talked about you how you started real estate four years ago you give your, your friend 80, 8,900 bucks, you know, could be your last 8,900 bucks, give you back 27,000. That's a great return. And you get the bug for real estate. And then after that, you went ahead and um, uh, you made 27,000. That was a great return. Uh, you got the bug and then you started doing some flips on your own. And then you transitioned over to some new construction. And just for some supplement income, you, want, you started your marketing company with your background and you integrated the both. And you, now you have, you have 80 clients now, which is, yeah. which is super cool. Um, how can somebody get a hold of you? Social media, website, just go ahead and let us know and they'll be in the show notes as well. Definitely cool. Awesome. Um, well, if you're looking to connect with me um, at Targon Real Estate or marketing, you can definitely check out our website. So it's www.ureig.net. You're always free to sign up for a free consultation on there um, where we can link in chat, figure out how I can help you. If you're in the metro Atlanta area, we do offer project management services. So we have our own in-house contractor and uh, agent and kind of the whole team. So if you're looking to kind of hire us to kind of help you as well, you can do that on our website. But if you're not super savvy on there and you just like social media like me, uh, you can connect us. We're on Facebook, Instagram at U-R-E-I-G-A-T-L is the handle for the marketing. It's uh, 3M Marketing LLC. Awesome. So this brings me to the last part of the show, which is my... Uh my roulette, I have the uh, Naked Truth Roulette, which I'm going to ask you four random questions. And uh, okay. you get to answer these. Got nothing to do with, uh, with real estate. 
Okay. <laughs> All right. So let me show you this All one. Right. I have two different ones. Okay. So you actually, you're my first guest that I'm going to give the option of the two roulettes. Oh, nice. All right. So I have a rated G version. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I have a rated, probably PG 13 rated R. So yeah. you, you think very closely, Marcus, which one do you want to choose? Okay. Oh, I like challenges. So let's go with the rated R. Oh man. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with real estate, man. So let's roll. All right. This is going to be awesome. Man. First question for Marcus jumped as my first guest. Cause I got some guests telling me, come on, man, those other questions were too easy. This is yeah, like, let, it, let it be more towards nakedness. I'm like, Oh shoot, man. Come on. <laughs> All right. Let's see. All right. This is a little bit. Have you ever had a crush on someone at work? Uh, yes. <laughs> I, actually, I actually dated somebody in real estate and I found out very quickly. That I was just, it makes life very complicated. So now I try to mix business and pleasure. Makes life complicated. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's go with the second one. Here we go. Let's do the second question. Here we go. Second question for Marcus. All right. Cool. All right. Be quite honest with you. I have so many of these questions. I don't even know what I ended up picking and what I ended up picking. <laughs> as well. Oh man. Okay. Have you ever used, I didn't know how to pronounce the damn word. Uh, Aphrodisiac. Yeah. As f- f- foods and just for any specific purpose. Uh, you know what? I don't, food to me should be separate from, you know, bedroom time. I think of food, like if I want to eat, I don't think food is sexy. All right, how about oysters? Does that really help you out? I don't know. I heard that you eat oysters. You know, I don't like slimy stuff. So oysters and like mussels and stuff. I never, I never was really a fan of it. So usually like food before or after that time. <laughs> sure. cool. All right. That's, that's true. That's true. That's true. So, okay. So let's see, let's see what's next. Let's see what's next, man. I'm getting a little nervous, man. I don't get nervous very often. <laughs> Only time I get nervous is my wife knows I'm trying to hide something. That gets me wrong. Uh, see, all I'm right. Not, let's see. Not a good liar. So they always know. <laughs> All right. What is the first thing you notice about a woman's body or a man's body? You know, whichever your preference is. Um, the butt. Opposite sex body. There you go. I'm a butt man. So. But okay. Uh, Marcus likes the butt. I should have the song. I like big butts on here. I should put it exactly. on my. Exactly. Uh, it's our mix a lot. <laughs> All right. Last question, man. All right. Super cool. Let's see here. What we got? All right. What part of your body do you like the most? Um. You know what? I know it sounds very random, but my feet. Your feet, I, hey, I'm, man. Like, look. I'm not like into feet, but I, I think I have nice feet. And they're unique because they're so freaking big. Like, it's a size 14, so I can't just like, I always tell people I can't just like walk into a store usually just buy shoes. So I think it's just like something a little bit different, right? Marcus, you, you were my first guest with the new roulette, and you took the new roulette, man. Congratulations. <laughs> Look, man, I don't know if this show is going to go bust after this or I'm going to get like, you know, 10x listeners, right? But like, <laughs> I think I think being ordinary sucks. I'm going to have a shirt that says being ordinary sucks. And then yeah, you're offended. Well, guess what? You know, too bad. Get over it. <laughs> you're, prob- you're, probably on- you're probably ordinary. That's why you're offended. But, um, anyways, man, I appreciate you being a good sport awesome. and taking the risk on the naked roulette. They weren't too bad. Uh, but a little nah. bit better than the other roulette, I, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Again, everybody, uh, go check out Marcus' uh, uh, marketing company. Check him out on social media. Follow him. Make sure also you leave a review at the on the podcast. And appreciate everybody listening. I am your host. Don't lose your shirt.
Time consuming, it can be very scary. It could be like a, trying to get somewhere without a roadmap. So that's why I created this due diligence list when I buy a property. When I buy an apartment building, or even a mobile home park, you can use it for mostly pretty much any commercial property. But this one specifically is for a multifamily. It could be a six unit, it could be a 600 unit. You can use it for what you like. So go ahead and sign up, put your name, email. I'll send you the free link to my due diligence. This is what I've used to buy hundreds and hundreds of units, if not thousands of units. So sign up, you get my link, uh, you get an Excel sheet as well. And also we use the software, project management software, monday.com. Feel free to sign up for a free trial. I do have an affiliate link. You don't pay any extra. They just pay me a small fee. Don't have to use it. You have the Excel spreadsheet, but if you use monday.com, it's actually a lot better, a lot smoother, a lot prettier, and you can do a whole bunch of other stuff. There's even a video there I created in the link. So check the link, sign up, and this is my giveaway for you guys. Thank you so much. Take care. This has been The Naked Truth. Our mission is to give it to you raw. If you got value from this episode, you're invited to leave an honest written review and share this episode with a friend. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode. Mm-hmm.